Welcome back to Power Recruit, everybody. My name is Corin, and I will be your dungeon master today. With me are four saucy players. They are... I'm Kale, and I'm playing Celestine Peacechild. I'm Andrew, and I'm playing Lilic. I'm Ashlyn, and I'm playing Izzy Welkenmov. I'm David, and I'm playing Lord Usakar Von Pride. Last time on Power Word Crit, you guys realized real quick that the kobolds, while giving you good information, would probably give you up with very little... Compunction? Com yeah. Thanks. After that, you guys asked Yireg if there were any orcs that you could bring along who had good tracking skills and who were stealthy. You guys ended up deciding to bring Duraka, Yireg, and a giant hunter named Mycosia. She ended up leading the group into the mountains to find the cultist camp in the middle of the night. After successfully sneaking past a group of scouts hanging out on a cliffside, thanks to Lilix's Pass Without a Trace, and a rough climb over a large boulder, the group unfortunately failed their second stealth check near the river and was spotted by a large flying creature who screamed above them. And that's where we begin our session. If I remember correctly, there were two large flying creatures that we could hear. That's right, there were two of them. And above you, you hear the sound of somebody yelling, hmm. Where is that coming so from? So there are people riding the wyverns? Apparently. Yeah. So okay. your orc companions whisper to you and say, we've got, we've got wyverns, we've got wyverns. No kidding. And somebody above one of the wyverns just started shouting at you guys, I have a thing that I would like to do. Okay. I would like to cast Earthbind. Okay. <laughs> it is the spell for this exact situation. Roll for initiative. Roll for initiative. <laughs> Did we recognize the language they are speaking? Uh, does anybody speak Elvish? Me. You did. <laughs> well, I would have tried. Well, I guess it's not within Celestine's wheelhouse to bluff and talk things out. So uh, we're going into it. I guess so. <laughs> I'm rolling high. Got a five. Oh, good. Me too. I saw the seven on your dice and thought it was a one. Oh, and I was like, oh, that's I thought right. so too. I would have been well within Celestine's capabilities. Okay. What did everybody roll for initiative? Izzy, you go first. 20. Okay. Celestine? Five. Hey, that's higher than your negatives. Usurker? Five. Oh, no. Lilic? Nine. Okay. Do we also need to roll initiative for our orc companions? Yes, we do. So I actually am going to have the players play the orc companions. So who is playing Mycosia? Oh, that's me. All right, Mycosia, what'd you get? Let's roll. <laughs> 16. Okay. Draka, what did you get? I'm really not going to do well with a Draka voice, so grr, arg. <laughs> eight. <laughs> I got an eight. Okay. And who's playing Ereg? That's me, and Ereg got a one. Oh, no. Okay. Kayla, you just need to sound angsty. Angsty, oh, oh. Huh. Think back to high school. I'm trying. Your inner emo wannabe girl. Channel your inner, inner uh, my chemical romance and evanescence. Oh, man. I have to go for angry instead of, like, valley girl or something, though. I'm like, ah, uh, no, angry. <laughs> okay, well, I'll work on it. More gotta roll. All of this is stupid. Okay, that's Don't fair. understand me, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Ander, you rolled very well on Lilic's stealth last game. 
So you will get a surprise round, but only you. Cool. The spell Earthbind is choose one creature you can see within range. Range is 300 feet. I believe you said it was 60 feet last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yellow strips of magical energy loop around the creature. The target must succeed on a strength saving throw, DC 14, or its flying speed, if any, is reduced to zero for the spell's duration. It's a concentration spell. Okay. And, sorry, did you say I had to roll something? Yes, a strength saving throw of 14. Okay. Nothing happens if it succeeds at save. If it fails, then it safely descends at 60 feet per round until it reaches the ground or the spell runs. Okay, so which one are you... The one that's in front of us, probably the one that has somebody on it. So you are aiming for the wyvern that has the rider. Okay, cool. I reach out with my left hand and yellow sparkles streak from my claws as I speak the command word in Draconic of down, whatever the translation of that is. (laughs) Strips of magical energy reach out for the wyvern. Okay, they rolled a 16 plus 4. I assume that passes. It does. Cool. It was strength of 14, and nothing happened. Nothing happens. So, Celestine, you had actually heard something that sounded like part of a nursery rhyme? Wait, what? Yeah, it said, sharp talons, large wings, watch where you tread. Do I know the nursery rhyme? You do. This is a very common nursery rhyme. However, said it in Elvish, so... It it takes you a second to realize, oh, wait, this is not the normal language. However, we're back in initiative. So just food for thought for you. Izzy, it's your turn. Lilith just (laughs) cast a spell at a wyvern. Okay. Well, I'm going to summon my echo. Okay. And I'm going to attempt to shoot because I can't see them. So attempt to shoot with my longbow. Okay. So that's with disadvantage. Yes. Yes. And who are you shooting at? Any of them, because I can't see them, right? So I'm going to have you roll a d6. Okay. Since you're rolling blindly. One, two is going to be the rider. Three, four is going to be the wyvern under the rider. Okay, so you're going for the one that Lilith also went to. Mm -hmm. Okay, so go ahead and roll your attack, please. With disadvantage, yes. With disadvantage. Twelve. That unfortunately misses. I figured. I rolled a six and a seven. Okay, they are 60 feet above you. What? Uh, Do you have anything else you want to do? I've used my action, my bonus action, and... You should move. Yeah, let's let's not be in... I don't know if they have fireball, but let's not be in fireball range of each other. Yeah, I'll go ahead and move. How far away can I be from my echo again? 30 30 feet. feet. Yeah, I'm going to be backing up 30 feet away. They're 90 feet away from me. Are you moving towards the river? Are you going away from the river? I'm moving along the river. Okay, so just for the listeners, they are on the west side of the river, and Izzy moved north, correct? Yes. Okay, next up is Mycosia. Mycosia can see. Yay, Mycosia can see. Do these look hostile to Mycosia? They do now. (laughs) Now that there's been spells and attacks going at them, yes, they do. Okay, uh, they're hissing at you. Can I tell what race is riding on the one wyvern? They are covered in armor, and it's just out of your range. If they swoop in a little bit closer, you might be able to tell, but you can tell that it's a humanoid. Okay. But unfortunately, that's all you can see. The armor and the darkness kind of shields them from what you can see on that. Okay. I guess we're going to go for attacks. So 
my coach is going to use her short bow and try and hit the rider and cast Hunter's Mark on the rider and then use her short bow to try and take a shot. Okay. Don't fail me. Uh, it fails me. It's 11. That misses, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So that's my Koja's turn. So next up is the wyvern that is next to the rider. It's holding its position and it's hissing at you guys. It's not going to make an attack yet. Are they f- still flying? They are still flying, yes. They have not touched ground. They are 60 feet in the air. Next up is the rider. The rider yells, Celestine, you hear, are you friend or foe? Um, and it's going to also hold its attack. Hey guys, do we want to be friends? Yes, Celestine, we are friends. Friend, I'm holding one hand out to Duraka like Scott. Duraka, calm down. Duraka, don't. <laughs> I'm going to call out in uh, Elven. Friends, we do not want to fight. It repeats that line from that nursery rhyme. Mm. And he says, sharp talons, large wings, watch where you tread. So you said I know this and I recognize it. Yes. Okay. So I would like to complete that portion of it. So which part did he say? Sharp talons, large wings, watch where you tread. I'm going to call out bones crack and teeth clack, shake off the dread you say it in Elvish? Oh, yeah. Totally say it in Elvish. <laughs> totally translate that in Elvish. Yeah. Bones crack, teeth clack, shake off the dread. Okay. I'm going to need you to make a persuasion check with disadvantage <laughs> at this point. Hmm. <laughs> oh, you're so funny. <laughs> maybe, maybe you recited the wrong part of it. Probably. Or you got your translation mixed up. Oh, yeah. That's a three. Oh, no. Okay. We're fighting anyways. <laughs> It was a long shot. Does anyone else understand Elvin in the party? Nope. Nope. I can speak to the wind. (laughs) That is true. That definitely helps. (gasps) Can you speak to the wind and tell him to dump the wyverns? Oh, I don't know if I can control the wind. This one can talk to the wyverns. We were all wondering where Celestine learned Elvin. Army. Yes, the, the classic army military language of Elvin. I didn't say I knew all the words. I just... Know some of the words. Uh, maybe it is uh, the old elven generals. I definitely don't know words. proper high elf elfage. So he is going to let out a cry. Does anybody speak draconic? Yes. Okay, you hear the word attack. Mm, yes, we can do that. And <laughs> like, Wait, what do you say? What do you say? This person pulls out a ballista. Yeah, pulls out a ballista. A siege a, engine? A, yes, a ballista <laughs> that can ride on top of this wyvern. I was kidding. Don't <laughs> actually kill us. And just blows you to smithereens. Jeepers. <laughs> that would be terrifying. A wyvern mounted ballista. It'd be really hard to reload. Yeah. You get one shot. Yeah. Okay. And they are going to make... Sorry, what do they actually pull off? So, yeah. <laughs> they pull out a ballista. Did we not discuss this? Oh, oh okay. Um, no, please. No, so they pull out an arrow and make two shots. They are going to go for... Probably the one that completed the rhyme incorrectly. Yeah. yeah. Going to go oh, after no. you. Now I want to know which part of the rhyme they wanted. They probably just wanted a totally separate rhyme. That's why it's a good password. Mm-hmm. The first one is a 13. Does that hit? Nope. The next one is a 16. Does that hit? That does hit. Okay. 
So they do... Magical or non-magical? This is non-magical. Yes, okay. This does six points of damage to you, piercing damage. Okay, I take three damage then. Okay. The wyvern that was holding its turn is going to fly over Celestine and is going to stay 30 feet up, but it's hovering over Celestine. Next up is Lilith. Mm-hmm. Seeing how my earthbind didn't work, I'm going to attempt to do fairy fire. Okay. Can I catch both of the wyverns in a 20-foot cube? You can catch the wyvern in its rider or the wyvern above Celestine. I'm going to catch the wyvern in the rider. It is the one that is closest to me anyways. Okay. And now they make a dexterity save of 14. 16 for the wyvern and... That's what they rolled last time. Surely you're mistaken. Eight for the rider. Okay. So the rider is outlined. What color? It is bright green. Mm-hmm. Kind of a swamp gas green. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to run for some cover. Assuming there are bushes and rocks. I'm going to put myself near there. Okay. Good to know. So you're running away from the river. Yes. Okay. Cool. Next up is Duraka. Duraka shakes off Celestine's hand and starts to rage, as Oof. is as she's wont to do, no matter what situation. But this time it's an actual rage. So amping herself up, she roars and pulls out a javelin so that she can attack the wyvern that is 30 feet away from Celestine. Okay, now what happens when she rages? So as much as she would hate to admit it, little sparkles start coming off of her. (laughs) They're probably pink and gold. And as Batula mentioned yesterday, apparently Duraka has some magic of some sort. And so when she rages, apparently it comes out. Unbeknownst to her, magic infuses one weapon of your choice that you are holding. Until your rage ends, the weapon's damage type changes to force, and it gains the light and throne properties, with normal range of 20 and a long range of 60 feet. If the weapon leaves your hand, the weapon reappears in your hand at the end of your current turn. So you could essentially just chuck a lance. I could, except Duraka's not thinking of that, because Duraka <laughs> doesn't know that she's got magic. Okay. <laughs> so Duraka pulls out a javelin, which is already throwable, and throws it and chucks it at the wyvern. But it starts to glow, and so it's got a little white aura around it as she chucks it. Okay. Which one is she going after? The one thirty feet away from Celestine. Okay. That's a nine to hit. That misses. Okay, cool. Well... That's all I got. Oh, I could have reckless attack. Dang it. Oh, well. <laughs> next time. Next time. Okay, next up is the wyvern that the rider is on. The wyvern is going to swoop down. It's also going to go towards Celestine as well. And it is going to stay 10 feet away. Wait. So close. So close. 10 feet above? I lied. So it is going to swoop down, and it's going to take a bite out of Celestine. Okay. That is a 16 to hit. That hits. You take 13 points of bite damage. Ow. You can reduce this, I believe. It's piercing. Yeah. The next, it's actually going to pull away as well. No. To about 10 feet away. And then it's going to. You can. Okay, I would like to use an AOP. Oh, I don't have my weapon out. I would like to hit it. So, Celestine. 
With your fist. With my fist. So Celestine and Duraka can both get AOPS on this if they want. Cool. They're both using their fists because they don't have weapons out. Okay. And Duraka just chucked hers. Well, it came back to her. Did it come back at the end of the turn? Yeah. Ooh. It reappears. She hasn't noticed, like, that came back. Her raging brain recognizes that she has a weapon. It hasn't quite caught up to her that's the same weapon that she threw. Okay. She just knows she has a weapon again. Cool. So, she thinks she just has a never-ending <laughs> supply of weapons. She's just not even going to think I about mean, it. if it, it works, it works. There's a weapon. Okay. So, Draka is going to attack first. Okay. That is a 23. That hits. Yes. Finally. That is six piercing damage. Okay. And Celestine? Celestine pulls back and wallops one for a 24 and does five damage. Five damage. Okay. Yay for strength builds. <laughs> the raging barbarian uses the, lip, uses the javelin. Eh, six damage. Actually, since it was melee, you add two. Hmm? You're a Wait. barbarian. Since it was melee, you're raging, you add two. Oh, that's right. Free oh. rage. So that was how much? Eight. Okay. Slightly better. Hooray! <laughs> it all counts, right? Okay. <laughs> yes. So, Celestine, you see that this wyvern hisses at you as it pulls away, and you see this rapid fire stinger come down at you. You're kind of blind. I mean, the moon's out, the stars are out, so you can see shapes and stuff. You hear and see the glint of this stinger as it comes down on you. And that is a 17. Dang it. Question yeah. for the DM. Is yes. it dark enough to where we are effectively blind and therefore they have advantage against us currently or not? It should be dim light if the moon's out, right? Well, we haven't been able to see them at all so far. Well, okay. I'll do with advantage. No. That was worse. <laughs> oh, good. Not a crit. Okay. We might want to get some source of light up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So, Celestine, you take... Uh-oh. You take 12 points of piercing damage. Oh, Wait. Uh, point, point of order is it? They, we have fairy fire up, which is giving is light. Oh, that's light? right. Yeah, dim light and 10 foot. So you can so see, so some, you can see this light. one, but you can't see the other one very well. So, okay. So this one, well, one with the rider will not... The wyvern with the rider will not get advantage because so the, it's shiny the rider, So the wyvern passed, but the rider has fairy fire. So you can see this glowing thing on top of a giant hulking. But what we're saying is because the wyvern is, is holding the rider, the outline from the rider is shedding enough light that we can still see the wyvern. It, sh it shines for like 10 feet, right? 10 feet. Yeah, yeah, didn't it? yeah. It did not get advantage. It still hit you. Yes, yeah, it did. Okay, so it did twelve points of piercing damage. Okay, which is nine. Mm-hmm. And twenty-five points of poison damage. Yeesh. Well, you guys weren't wanting a light, were you? Because I'm down. Oh. Oh no. Mm-hmm. You reduced it by your three with your. <laughs> I only have did I miss hit points. Oh, there I a have twenty-five plus throw? the twenty-five. Or... Oh, sorry. Damage. Do a Constitution saving throw. You're right. Sorry. First time playing Wyverns, everyone. 11. <laughs> you fail. Okay. <laughs> so, so 25 points of... Okay, so I am basically up to 50 points of damage, correct? Essentially. Because I did, took 10. Mm -hmm. I took another 10 plus 25. Mm -hmm. Okay, just making sure I have my counting right. They've effectively done 55 damage to me. Holy cow. Oh no, is the Celestine down? Yep, Celestine's down. Okay, and that one is going to fly up 
another 20 feet. No, another 10 feet. So it is now 20 feet above you. And you hear him call out, Well, no one knows what that is because Celsius. <laughs> Does anybody else speak Elvish? Nope. Nope. Okay. Usurker, it is now your turn. All right. They're both in the air higher than I can get to, correct? Yes. All right. Usarker is going to ready his scythe and get that pointy end of the affixed blade aimed up into the sky at anything that comes down near us. Okay. You're so ready in other attack. words, ready attack action. If they come within range, then I would like to attack them back. Okay. Next up, Celestine. Death saving throw. Death saving throw. 10. Okay, you make one pass. Yay. Next up is Yireg. All right. Yireg is not very good at long range combat. So, Yireg will rush over to his downed compatriot, Celestine, and he will begin to employ orcish rescuciation techniques. Okay. <laughs> what does that look like? Rolling wisdom. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> Seven. This is... Oh, no. Celestine's going to get thump, some broken thump, ribs. Thump. <laughs> yep. You hear some crunching, so it must be working. Mm -hmm. I have to break the poison back out of her. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my word. Okay, anything else from you, Reg? I think I've moved and I've made an action, so that's probably it. Oh, I found something I can do. Being a master of medicine... And also a monk. Mm -hmm. Yireg would like to spend a key point to take patient defense. Okay. This unfortunately doesn't help his patient. However, <laughs> he now has <laughs> he has dodge as, as a bonus action. He may think it's patient defense for his patient, but it's not really. <laughs> All right. Top of the round. Izzy, it's your turn. All right. So how far ahead are the wyverns from us? You have one that is 60 feet above Celestine. And one that is 20 feet above the river, basically. Yeah. Basically below that one and okay. over to the uh, And the lower the east one is bit. the one that has the rider that's outlined the in the fairy fire, yeah. right? No, the lower one is the one with the rider. The higher one was the one that held its action last turn. Okay. It was the secondary one. Okay. That one was not near when fairy fire came up. So I'm going to shoot at the rider with the fairy fire. So I have a, just a straight roll because it cancels out the disadvantage, right? We shouldn't have disadvantage because it's lit up anyways. Oh, You're going okay. after the white rider, right? Yes. Then it cancels out, yeah. So it's just straight roll, not advantage. Fairy fire gives you advantage and you can and see it, him. Yes. You have advantage. Okay, so I'm going to attempt to shoot at him, but the arrow is going to summon, is going to come from Dora. Ooh. Okay. Clever. Nat 20. Oh. Hey, there we go. Sweet. Okay. What is my damage dice for my longbow again? It's a D8. Thank you. So double that damage. Ooh, 18 points of damage. Ooh, that's a nice that's a nice chunk of hit points you took out of this one. Good. Makes up for the awful first round. <laughs> <laughs> and Let's see. What else can I do with my echo? Oh, forget. Can she appear behind him and push him off? <gasps> can she go up no, there and push him off? No, I have to melee attack to unleash incarnation. Uh, you can teleport. 
I could teleport, but I don't necessarily want to. You could push him off the wyvern. You could fly 30 feet, 15 feet? However yeah. far you're thinking. I'm trying to remember. You could run and hide behind total cover under a shrub while you're with the shadow fights. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> okay. So, you know what? Let's do it. Action surge. Okay. Shooting again at the rider and coming from my echo. All right. That is an 18 to hit. 18 hits. All right. That is 11 points of damage. That's a good chunk. And that ends my turn. Nice. Okay. Next up, Mykoja. Yay! So nice when my characters are one right after the other. So Mykoja is going to take the short bow and try and hit the wyvern below the rider. Okay. Bonus action, move the hunter's mark from the rider to the wyvern. Okay. And then shoot at the wyvern. That is a total of 20 to hit. That hits. Okay, I need a D6. All right, that is five points of piercing damage. And that is it for my Koja. She's feeling strong that she finally hit something. Okay, what was the damage? Five. Okay. Did you roll Hunter's Mark? Oh, what is Hunter's Mark again? D6. D6. Hey. An additional one point of damage. Hooray! <laughs> it all counts. counts. <laughs> I forgot about the Hunter's Mark. Next up is the higher wyvern, the one that does not have the rider. We'll call this wyvern B to make it easy for everybody. Oh, cool. <laughs> so B flies down, sees another target over the original target, and is going to attempt to attack Ereg. Ereg, he has a disadvantage to attack. Do you have a dex saving throw, or is that just a advantage to dodge. Ooh. Dodge gives him disadvantage on attack rolls against me. Okay, got it. I'm going to laugh if this hits Celestine. Somehow. You are not going to believe me. I roll two natural 20s. Yep. Wow. Okay, great. This doesn't hit... So oh, is, does yeah. this hit does Celestine? Does just die outright from the poison damage? <laughs> well, this is the bite. Probably. Y so we shall see. Oh, oh, there is no poison damage on the bite, I guess. No, it's okay. on the tail. If it was the poison damage, I'm pretty sure that Ereg would just be dead. <laughs> the damage is enough. <laughs> Reg takes 18 points of bite damage. Eh, barely felt it. Still up. And it is going to pull away again. You can take an attack of opportunity. So can Duraka. Yes. And I think I think Usarker can as well. Yeah, Usarker can. Usarker would like to take his attack of readiness. Oh, that's true. Oh, okay. He was waiting for this. That is, uh, that's going to be close. That is a 14. That hits. But it'll be eight damage. Okay. That was your held action, correct? So yeah. that takes the place mm -hmm. of your reaction? Yes, it is your reaction to do so. Okay. Next up would be Duraka and Yireg can take attacks of opportunity if they so desire. Oh, Duraka so desires. That's a 15 to hit. Yireg hits. Try to punch misses. it. Okay. Duraka hits. I rolled like a two. Oh, oh no. <laughs> His tender ministrations were too busy with Celestine. <laughs> <laughs> Cracking her bones. Cracking oh. bones. It could have uh, been her metal, her plating. I do. Could have been bones. Who knows? Uh, Celestine will know if she wakes up. <laughs> okay, that is a nine of force damage. Nine force damage. And what did you get to hit? Fifteen. Fifteen. That's right. Okay. Cool. And then you also, did you add rage on top of that? Yeah. Okay. Ouch. Okay. 
It now it is going to rear back ten feet and stinger Yireg. You are, you have patient defense, right? Mm-hmm. So disadvantage. Mm-hmm. That's a thirteen. Ah! The other one was a twenty-two, so it's a thirteen. You miss. Okay. And it is going to fly up out of your guys' reach another ooh, 40 feet. What's Yireg, total movement? You, like 80. Okay. Yureg <laughs> uses patient defense. He takes Celestine's arm as the stinger comes in. Clank! And blocks it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, she's already put, dead or dying. Puts it the arm matter, back in right? place and gets well, back she, to She's work. armored. So. I know. Yeah, she's fine. David, this is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know... In character, I know it's slightly out of character for Yireg. However, I couldn't help myself after I saw patient defense. <laughs> we honestly don't know what Yireg's character is at this point in combat, so this is a, canon. We need to have a long discussion about how to treat patients bedside <laughs> manners. He doesn't know how. I checked. His skills do not include medicine. <laughs> he will get some basic training. <laughs> He's got, his, he's got his wisdom <laughs> bonus to help you. He need. Why is his wisdom bonus? Plus two. Mm-hmm. I'm not seeing the it. Average bear. I'm not seeing it. <laughs> anyway, continue. Okay, so next up is the rider. Seeing Wyvern B get hit really hard, and his own mount getting hit really hard, and he's been hit really hard, and he's been hit <laughs> real hard. He yells, "Tabak, Tabaya!" And you see the wyverns are slowly backing up at this point. Lilic, it is your turn. I would like to attempt again. Oh, never mind. I was going to try Earthbind again, but that's also concentration. And I'm maintaining the fairy fire. Because mm. that's helping. We're going to go ahead and produce flame. Oh, sorry. Hold on. Is there anything Find you need to help concentration? Yes. <laughs> For a moment, Lilik's anger against the wyverns is strong, but he, he pushes that down and remembers his companions. Friends come first. <laughs> and it, this is new, relatively, for him. He's been on his own for a bit. And his eyes catch Celestine's you know, crumpled form on the ground, and he calls out to the spirits. Spirits, heal my friend. And he casts Healing Word. Yay! For 1d4 plus 4. Okay. Rolling. Hey. That's 4 plus 4. <gasps> yes. Nice. Max healing. Woohoo! I am up. There's a, there's a little mouse spirit that pops up and goes, Hi! And goes, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> Do you wake up as it, like, sneaks into your armor? Wriggle, <laughs> yeah. wriggle, wriggle. Probably. <laughs> it tickles. <laughs> Yireg's, aw, Yireg's going to think that he did it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, next up is Duraka. Okay, Duraka is going to throw her javelin again recklessly at the rider who is outlined in fairy fire. Okay. Wait. Yep. Yes. We're going to do that for flavor, even though technically that does nothing because fairy fire is advantage and reckless attack is advantage. Okay. Oh, wait, 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 hang on. Give me a second. Reckless attack only works on melee weapon attacks. Oh. So I cannot recklessly attack. No reckless archery, I suppose. So, right over fairy fire for so, advantage. So, fairy fire it is. You're just frothing at this point. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> that is a nat 20. <gasps> Yay! Okay. Wow, we've had 
three. A lot of nat twenties mm-hmm. on every side this fight. Yeah, Sarka, where's yours? You know what? I'm on the side that's getting lots of nat twenties. It's clearly because I'm participating. That would be ten damage. Did you double your dice? Yeah. Okay. Two d six. And you added your rage. Plus two. Rage is only for melee. Oh, that's right. Okay. Mm. So at this point, the rider and his mount lifts up another 10 feet and starts flying north. And it goes out of your range. But it's still glowing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's the rider is still glowing. You see a, you see a, a nice neon green spark. In, Which direction are they heading? They're heading northeast. So in the direction that we're heading. I'm going to shout, Isidore! Don't let them escape, or they'll give away our position. Shoot that rider down. Okay. And I'm going to give Isidore... You know what? Advantage doesn't stack, so I can't give help. However, I don't think there's anyone who I can give advantage to, so I'll just shrug and, you know... um, Advice is advice. Advice Mm -hmm. is advice is a good thing. And how far away is this dumb monster at this point? The rider is about 60, 70 feet away. Oh, good. I am going to draw a javelin, taking my war spear, or sorry, my war scythe in one hand here, and readying the javelin, and I am going to throw it. Okay. It has a range of 120 feet with disadvantage. However, it's a straight roll. Yeah, it's fairy fire. Mm Mm-hmm. There we go. I'm helping again. Let's see. The attack bonus with a javelin for Sarker is plus five. Therefore, that is an 18. That just barely hits. That's, yeah. Excellent. I will use my ability, hmm, menacing attack, because we might as well make one of them. He has to make a wisdom saving throw, DC 13, or be frightened. Frightened makes him move away. Mm -hmm. That's okay. The other one wouldn't have been any more interesting. You said wisdom? Yeah. He got a 10. So he's frightened, ah. which means he has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks, I believe. Okay, you hear, ah, 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 being, they're so scary. Being hit by javelins is quite terrifying. Well, Celestine hears that. This is an elvish. Yeah. <laughs> Can Duraka also do one more hit? Hold on, hold on. Oh, sorry. And I am going to deal with this 12 damage. Is this guy looking hurt yet? He's looking very hurt. I'm going to run 30 feet forward, and that's the end of my turn. Next up, Yireg. All right. Yireg is a man of great wisdom, and he can see that his ministrations have been successful. Mm -hmm. He kept Celestine alive until Lilic could send a mouse after her. So Yireg stands back up and readies his mighty attack, a.k.a. he looks at his character sheet here, sees that he has a short bow, draws the short bow, and fires it. Okay. Which one is he going after? Sorry. The guy who's flying away. Okay. The rider? Mm-hmm. Okay. Amazingly, you know, he decides to follow Usarker's advice, just sensing the natural leadership talents he has. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing the narrative control you have. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yireg is rolling you know, rather well, and we got a... 19. That hits. Four damage. Still up, but just barely. Yireg, the swift, is going to try and keep the wyvern in range as long as possible, 
and begins jogging at a nice 40-foot clip in order to stay underneath of him. Okay. Next up is Izzy. Okay, so just for funsies sakes, I'm going to call Dora, my Echo, to come up to me because it doesn't require an action or anything to move your Echo. So just have her come up to me and I'm going to attempt to shoot the rider. He still has fairy fire, so I have advantage on hitting it and I have my longbow, so it has range. Like shooting at a lightning bug. Mm-hmm. I was hoping for another nat 20, but an 18 plus 6 will have to do. We'll take it. <laughs> yeah, nice. I, that'll hit. Oh, that's only five points of damage. Izzy, how do you finish him? Oh, cool. As I summon Dora to come to my side, I pull back the bowstring and I set my sights and I unleash it and it goes straight into his back and he topples from the wyvern and takes even more damage from the fall. There you go. He takes some fall damage as well. So everyone who is still in that clump that hasn't moved towards this wyvern you see a nice green little blob just kind of Oh boy. And just falls. Okay, Mycoja, it is your turn. All right, Mycoja is going to run up. Now, the wyvern that is flying off is no longer lit. But Mycoja can still see it. That's correct. Mycoja is going to run up. She basically gets the same distance that Dora did. How far away is the wyvern? I'll say 40 feet. Okay. Yeah. She is going to shoot with her short bow. Does not have disadvantage. Oh, wait. Hold on. Is it more than 80 feet? No, it's not more than 80 feet, but it is more than 40. Okay. As if, if it's more than 80 feet, then she rolls a disadvantage. That's all I'm... Yeah, you're good getting at. Okay. So straight roll. Oh, that's a nat one. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Just going through all the ranges today. It's still hunter's marked, though. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Um, actually, that means you can track it Which easier. Which means you know where it's going and can track it. Maybe you shouldn't shoot it. Ooh. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> it's the best way to track things through the air. Okay, for my bonus action, I'll just be like, wait, actually, don't shoot that wyvern. I'm going to track it. Okay. <laughs> How long does Hunter's Mark work? An hour? Like an hour per spell level or something. Okay. Yeah, I think it's just an hour. But I only have three first level spells, so it's just an hour. <laughs> yep. Okay. So actually, don't shoot that one. We can we can track it. Cool. Anything yeah. else, Mykoja? That's it. Yeah, if you spend a fifth level spell slot, it lasts for 24 hours. Uh, nice. If only your sidekicks were, you know... What, ninth level? Twelfth level? If we can can we replace Mycosia with Drist? <laughs> sure. Why not? That'll totally work. Legendary Ranger of the Forgotten Realms. Yeah, sure. Yeah, let's let's bring him here. Yeah, sure. Why he could not? just he could just kill Tiamat for us. It's fine. It's fine. So yeah. next up is Wyvern B that's still hovering over Celestine. Who's prone? Who's prone? It's going to take a look at everybody who's still there. Hiss. And then it's going to take off in an eastward direction. Is it? How far high up is it? This is across the river away from us. Across the river I think away. Last time I heard, it was about 20, 60 feet up. Yeah, okay. it's about 60 feet up. And it's just bolting. It goes out of the eyesight of everybody in the party. Okay. At this point. And it's going east. Sounds like the fight's over then. Yep. Sounds like Maybe. it. Maybe. Are you going to let the other wyvern go? 
I think so. I, think I don't so. think we have an option. It's way too fast for us, and we haven't done substantial damage to it. Yeah. yeah I mean, Duraka could try to run after it, but she's not going to be able to keep up with it very well. So she might try, just because she's coming down from her rage, so she'll probably move 30. Oh, there's a river. Does Duraka just run screaming? How into the river? deep is that river? <laughs> the river, once you get inside of it, it becomes difficult terrain because it's very muddy. Okay, so we're 15 feet. 2025. Yeah, I'm so standing in the middle of the river. So Lilik and Duraka, you guys can make any moves that you wish before this Wyvern's turn is next. Wyvern A. Okay. So fine. if you want to do an attack or anything, you're welcome to. Keep no. in mind that my Koja said, don't attack this one. We can track it. Yeah, no. I don't I don't have anything that I'm going to do. Except maybe go over to Celestine and healing word her again. Okay. Do you have anything like cure? I no. Because I think Celestine probably has cure. Okay, well then I will. Which wait. is a when we're not in combat, hmm. maybe yes, more. Uh, I will wait. Um, I do not have cure. I have healing word, but oh. quickly, Duraka is racing after the wyvern because she's still caught in her rage. And the one to the east mouth. or the one to the north? One to the east. Okay. And she was never seen again. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Duraka. So counting, I think I can only make it 10, 15 feet to the east of the river. Assuming the, that I'm tall enough, I can make it walk through the river. Yeah, you could probably make it through the river, and you can probably take one more attack on this thing. So I had to. to use a double movement to get here, so I can't attack. So you can't do that. Okay. But can I see it? Yes, you can. It's within range, but on but on your next turn, it will be gone. Well, can't do anything. So, okay. yeah, that's all we're going to do. Okay. So, you guys let the wyverns go, and even if you didn't, they fly out of your range. Combat is over. Taraka realizes that she's all wet and has to go back through the river to get back to her companions. <gasps> what happened? Why on earth did that happen? My Koja house. Darn range it rages. Um, from what I know, pretty dang smart. I don't know if they can communicate. I don't really know them that well, but... Based on what we've worked with, they're smart enough to lead people back to where we are. We're probably going to have to go another route. They're going to figure out where we're coming from and where we're going pretty quick. Hey, y'all. It's Corin. Today, I want to give a shout out to our newest followers on Twitter. TTRBG Music, Skyrind Podcast, Ina underscore Coffin, Kaylin underscore Hale, Improv and D&D, 2D Storyteller, Ursatz Expert. Badly underscore games, Shatterblight, Stephen Kobols, Purple Estes, Deception, Spongin Master, Alec underscore Azam, Qyet Paz, Ivan underscore Dutch, Hatchling DM, Diartagnan DD, Trinity K Studio, and Ringard Madame, and our newest follower on Facebook, Kayla. Do you want to get a shout out from a cast member of Power Word Crit? Just do one of the following. Follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Tweet about the show using the hashtag PowerWordCrit. Share a post from our Facebook page and include the hashtag PowerWordCrit. Or tell us how you shared this podcast with somebody by sending an email to PowerWordCrit at gmail.com. And we'll give you a personal shout out in the next episode. Thanks. Now back to the show. You said that you could track it? Yeah, I can track it for a little while. 
Can you track it enough to know where it goes to see if it's going in the same direction that we think the cults are hiding in? She looks up to the sky like she's thinking and she says, well, it's still going northeast. So I think it's safe to say that, yeah, it's probably either going to go to the bad temple or like where the kobold said that you guys, you know, that's where people were hanging out and wyverns were hanging out or the, the camp. So it's a gamble. I know where it is, but I don't necessarily know what it's landing on. Okay, but regardless, we know that it's going in that direction where bad things are. Yeah, safe to say. And they're moving quite fast. All right, so what do we need to do in order to evade them if they're going to come back here? We're probably going to have to rethink the way that we're coming in because they know where we are. They probably know we're going to try and go by the river, which is the way that probably they do as well since we've met scouts on this route. We might just have to take a long route or get up on top of the plateaus. Would it help if we cross the river? Y- yes, but I mean, we can. We, we could walk in the river, maybe try to hide our sense, but... So it's more of a sense thing, not just the fact that the river is wide? The river itself is going to go up north, and it's going to... The way that we are going is going to follow the river for a little bit, and then we're going to based on where that temple is, we're going to have to go a little bit more east. So, so if we cross the river here, keep going east, and then eventually go north. She points and she says, well, we could do that. We're going to have to climb a plateau. And she points and she's like, I'm not sure if you can see it, but about a mile and a half to the east of us is a giant plateau. And that follows it north for another three miles or so. So we probably either have to go south and go around this plateau, come out another direction, or backtrack. What if I was able to get up to the plateau and, like, get a rope for you guys to climb up the rope? I mean, we can. Yeah, there's there's shrubbery and stuff up there. However, we're also a little more visible up there. But hold on. The giant plateau is more literal because I think we saw a giant up there, didn't we? No. saw giant rocks. I swear we saw signs of giants. We have not giants. seen giants, yeah. No, nope. you thought there were signs of giants, but after researching a little bit, you and Mycosia oh, determined right. that the boulder was not a ambush. It was damage from whatever collided into this giant plateau. You guys have actually passed that plateau, the damaged one, but there's another one on the east side of you guys. How did they find us? Was it just luck? Did they happen to fly incredibly close to the ground and see us? Could they smell us? They probably have sky patrols. That's what I would assume. Right, but how did they see us in the dark? Did they find us with, were they flying close to the ground? Were they, could they smell us? What senses do wyverns have? Well, based on what we battled when we went through here the first time, and you guys do know that Mycosia was not with the group that you traveled with. Mm -hmm. She was with the camp that stayed here. Based on what we found, they can, the wyverns can see in the dark. Some of the scouts can as well. Some of them have really like special abilities where they can see further out with their dark vision than normal. Like I can only see about 60 feet, but they seem to be able to see us from three, four, five times that. Hmm. Perhaps at some point we can use the help of the spirits again in uh, pass without the trace and leave no tracks of this place. If they can outclass our vision at night by that significant of a degree, it may be impossible to travel at night. Hmm. Um. We may be better just hiding in, in a hole in the ground until day comes. I agree, but we we can't follow the river. 
we're going to have to take another way. They're going to... Okay. The most logical sense for anybody would be to follow the river. We trust your judgment. You are the guide. We shall do so. Uh, give me a second. Give me a second. And she kind of starts pacing back and forth. You can tell she's extremely nervous. And she looks at the sky and she starts like pointing at stars and astrological signs. And she starts pointing out like, well, that's the star of Bahamut. That's this star. Um, I think we're going to have to go back south. It's kind of backtracking, but maybe we can come up the other direction and they won't necessarily catch us there. That is not near the river, so hopefully they have less patrols. South into the canyon, correct? Correct. We're going to head east for about one mile until we hit that second plateau, and then we're going to head south around there, and hopefully we don't run into anything untoward. We should find cover as soon as possible and wait until after their patrols have flown through the area looking for us. If we are moving when they start looking, we will be found. But if we stay, they're going to know we're here. You're right. We should move a short distance. I don't know how long it will take, but sooner or later, they will be coming back. If you know, then that would be a great thing for us to know. She thinks and she goes, yeah, there's a uh, there's a pretty good cave about a mile southeast of here. We should probably head that way and um, cover our treks as best as possible. Can we make it before they send patrols back out? I'm sure whatever comes after us will be stronger since we killed the rider. If we run, if we run and cast pass without trace. Yes, we are probably far enough away that they we will be able to get to cover before they get patrols back to here, especially if we hide now. Given how dark it is, it may be better to create some light as well as passing without trace if possible. That way we can move more swiftly in the dark and just trust that there's nothing else out here that wants to eat us. Or pray, perhaps. Yeah, let's 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 go. And she picks up all of her stuff, and she is, we gotta go. And she just starts pulling you guys and pushing you guys to the southeast. Bye, Dora. As I dismiss her. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I would like during that conversation. I would like to heal. Okay. So I'm going to cast healing word second level twice, and then I'll cast light to guide us on our way. Okay. As you guys are walking about five minutes later, she goes, oh, I can't sense it anymore. Either it landed or my hunter's mark is done. So, okay, let's go. And she starts pushing you guys further and further south. I need somebody to roll me a luck check. When we left Mm -hmm. is that I cast um, Pass Without a Trace. Okay, cool. And that lasts an hour? Yeah. That's plenty of time. However, I need you all to make a luck check. Need all of us or just someone? By you all, I mean someone. Please roll a d20. Just a straight d20. I will roll. Okay. Oh, no. That was a one. (laughs) Is there a giant in the cave? Out of the frying pan into the fire. But we are hidden. As you guys are going through, you hear sounds of wildlife down here. This doesn't seem to be an area that has been touched by any strange activity or anything. As you guys were going through the canyon, it was a little bit more quiet, especially when those wyverns started showing up. The area got a little bit more quiet. This place seems to be brimming with nighttime activity. Izzy, you notice that there are a few more clouds. They are coming from the opposite direction of where you initially communed with the cloud. 
they are heading in the same direction, but they are coming from the south. Okay. The southeast, rather mm-hmm. than where you guys were coming. Lilik, you also notice them, and they also look odd, like they're not supposed to be here. And you also notice that the pace of those have picked up considerably. Mm, the wind spirits are active. Celestine, you got hit with a lot of poison. Yes. Yes, I did. What you felt and what you're still feeling... Am I still queasy? You are still queasy, but when you got hit, it felt like every vein in your body was starting to disintegrate. That's painful. It was just a burning fire heading right towards your heart. You still feel a little bit of that. Oh, that's not good. You... You do not feel like you're getting worse. However, your limbs and your torso are on fire. You guys see this and you notice that she is starting to slow down considerably. Can I do a healing check to see if this is something that... What do I need to do about this? Yeah, go ahead and do a medicine Have our check. resident doctor check you out too. I will mention it to Sarker as well and get his opinion. Okay. But I would like to make the final decision on this. <laughs> yeah, you can yeah. do it with advantage. Yay. I'm assuming Usarker's willing to talk medicine? Yes, Usarker would oh. love to talk medicine while we're jogging along in full armor. Usarker! Yes? I rolled two fours. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> That's For eight. a total of eight. <laughs> it's because of the armor. Um, you know, I mean, I, I can't really see what it looks like down there. You're just supposed to diagnose based on what I'm describing. You know, doctors love doing that. Mm-hmm. No, right? Let me tell you over the telephone. How do you think virtual medicine works nowadays? Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Celestine, you guys are talking shop hmm. and, well, medicine right? shop. <laughs> As you are, yeah, you're struggling to breathe. You don't think that this is going to have any lasting effect on you? And you think that this is just the poison basically just working itself through. You're not suffering any penalties. Okay. Technically, like mechanically, you're not suffering any penalties, but you are. This is going to be a rough night. It's going to be a very rough night for you. Okay, cool. It hurts. All of you have heard rumors of like wyvern poison, how awful it is. Celestine now knows. It's terrible. Yep. Lilic, can you please make a perception check for me? You guys have now reached towards the plateau that Mycosia was talking about in the east, and she's now directing you guys to go south. I have quarantined offending dice. (laughs) (laughs) How about a 22? That's pretty good. So you hear the sounds of fluttering again. They're off into the distance, but they don't seem to be coming your direction. I'm good. They are getting closer, however, they seem to be going more towards the river. Are we still within the one-hour travel time? You are. Okay. So we are well hidden. You are very well hidden. At this point, you will not need to make a stealth check because they are so far away, but you do hear them in the distance. Let's proceed with further caution. We can hear the patrols. They are searching. You guys head south another mile at this point. Pass without a trace is gone. And Mycosia is looking extremely nervous. And she's like, but this this doesn't look right. Why does this not look right? Um, um, guys, something is wrong. Do we need to pass without a trace again? All right. Something, okay. something happened down here. Hold on. 
we know that the patrols are out. Something is wrong and we may be in the wrong place. It may be time to stop and bunker down where we are. We cannot be afford to be caught out moving and found. My Kujo, what what is wrong? Uh, the the canyon. The canyon is different. Um, something is uh, it like, kind of like what happened to the other one, the other plateau. Something. The area is wrong. Well, there may have been a rock slide. Um, you could have taken a wrong turn. We could have gotten into a different canyon. I don't take wrong turns. Sorry. We all make mistakes. We'll Sorry. figure it out when we have better light. Except rangers. <clears throat> um, okay, so I, I'm going to need help. I don't know where that cave is. Uh, it looks like it was buried in something. Um, I don't think we can afford to find the cave. I think we need to get to ground now so because we can hear the patrols. We just need to find a hiding place. My Koja is going to actually use her help action to help one of you do this. So this will be a survival check. Who has the highest survival? My Koja. <laughs> no. <laughs> does I mean, she? Well, I'm sure Lilic the Druid actually does, but <laughs> I will attempt this. What do you have? Plus six. Oh, yeah. It's higher than hers. Yeah. yeah. Her survival is plus three. But she, she is the resident expert in this area. So, yeah, my Koja is panicking. She's pointing things out to you. But she basically needs somebody to be a level head for her to find something good. Yeah. So she is helping. She is helping you. Which means... That Advantage. Okay. A total of 20. Okay. Woo. Very, very quickly, with Mycosia pointing out things that are different about the area, you are able to spot a small opening that you guys may be able to squeeze through. And it's small enough that wyverns probably cannot get through as well. Humanoids could, but... Wyverns could not. And so we need to turn out the light. It. If we can hear them, then they are quite likely to be able to see us already. Lights out. And that light's going to shine a long way. Before we go in, Lilith holds up a hand. Hold on. They will scout this. I would like to turn into an animal using wild shape. Okay. Preferably something with dark vision. So let me look at that really quick. Spider's an option. Because then I've got especially in that kind of environment for climbing through a crevice. Mm -hmm. I think porcupine may be my favorite scout wild shape. Because, <laughs> like, you get caught all the time, but when things catch you, they're like, oh. Now what do I do with it? Now what do I do with it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to turn into a lizard. It okay. is equivalent to a spider. I've got climbing feet and dark vision, and it fits better. What does this lizard look like? It is also green and bronze-colored scales. Shrinks down. Think if there's any towels. Um, it becomes mini-lick. Yep. <laughs> we'll, we'll call him little-lick. <laughs> little-lick. There is a brief wreath of golden green magical sparkles that circle him, and as they go, then I am in lizard form. Okay. And crawl into the crevice. Cool. Go ahead and make a perception check, please. Now, here's a question. I am making this with the senses of my animal shape. Is that correct? I believe you use the ability scores of the animal and the skill rating of your character. That is a total of 18, and I have dark vision for 30 feet. You skitter on in, and as your tongue flicks out and you look around, it looks big enough to hold all of you guys, plus a few more people if needed. The entryway is narrow enough that you guys could squeeze in 
just fine. A, a wyvern could not, or a cow. Cow couldn't get in there either. <laughs> this is good to know. As you're in there, you come face to face with another lizard. Stares at you. I stick up my tongue at it. It licks its tongue and uh, its tongue cleans its eyeball. It kind of gets stuck because it's kind of hot outside and then goes back in. <laughs> okay. Paled eyeball cleaning. <laughs> Cocks its head. Going to nod at it and then go r- climb up on the wall around it, it to let it go by. Nods its head and then just saunters its way through. It looks like it just wanted to pass through. Yeah, that's fine. Me too. Mm-hmm. And it goes on out. You guys see a lizard come out. <laughs> Doesn't Different. quite look like Lilic. Okay, it's not Lilic. <laughs> it looks up you guys, tries to lick its eyeball again, and it gets stuck, and it just gives up, and it keeps moving Aww. with its tongue stuck on its eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking around for threats in this cave. So with your perception check, you don't see any threats. Okay. It looks fairly clear. You do see some like spiders hanging up in the corners, but they're... Teeny spiders. They don't These are not really monstrous spiders. Nah, they're yeah. not like face spiders or anything. Black widows, brown recluses, hobo spiders. That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's little it. ones. Da- little dangerous, ones. but not like palm fist size, you know, head size, body, you know, like giant things. Yeah, and you think this is very safe. Okay, it's, it's a pretty good hiding spot. Okay, I'm going to return. This seems a good hiding place. I found no threats here. We should rest here. Okay. Sounds Very good. Very well. Quietly. Thunk, okay. thunk, thunk. Thunk, <laughs> thunk, 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 I'm going to provide pointers on stealth and give Celestine help action as we go. Okay. You guys managed to squeeze through Celestine. Still a little clunky, but she makes it in just fine. I mean, I can just use guidance on that, too. Yeah. I'll s- ah, just- guidance and stealth. Yeah, I'm <laughs> not going to make you roll. You go- Abracadabra. It rings through the canyon. Everybody hears it. Abracadabra. It's not that loud. <laughs> <laughs> My Koja uh, looks around. She's the last one to go in, and she disappears around the corner for a moment, comes back with two fairly large rocks that she can hold. They're about half her size, and she she backs in and drops them right in front to make it look like they were actually there. And, like, you know... Nice. Just yeah. just rubble. Environmental stealth yeah. check. I would like to go out and assist her with camouflaging or the entrance a little bit. Okay. Between you two, you think you do a pretty good job. Cool. As you guys wait it out, you do eventually hear the sounds of leather wings flying overhead. You hear hissing. You only hear it once or twice. It doesn't seem like they're really focusing on this part of the canyon. You guys are about a mile and a half away from the water. Actually, no, at this point, you're probably two miles away from the water, and so they don't necessarily think you went south. At least you can assume that. As the dawn approaches, you guys are safe for now. Can I get the benefits of a long rest? You would have to sleep. I will sleep. Yeah, that was the whole point, I think. I will sleep. (laughs) Well, because you're traveling at night, and so as the dawn approaches, Mm -hmm. that's when you guys would sleep, right? Mm -hmm. Normally. Um... Yeah. But we were... How long is it going to take the dawn to approach? Right. For the dawn to approach, is going to take about four hours. Okay. Cool. So I can get in four hours, and then four hours after dawn, we move. I would suggest that we just go ahead and take a full, full long rest, if that's what desired. Because we may need to bunker down for any amount of time. Who knows how long they will spend trying to find us. 
Mm-hmm. It could be days. We should at least rest till noon. Though where we can see. That's what I was saying. Yay, rest. Right. You guys get a long rest. Cool. Hooray, I'm healed. <laughs> Hooray, I get my action surge back. And Hooray. spells. <laughs> the only thing I used. I was still hurting from the dream a while oh, ago. Oh, yeah. Speaking of the dream, now. Usarker, you get to roll me a d6 now. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. It didn't spin as well as I was hoping. One. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, we don't know which is d6. good or bad, but, you know. Usarker, you wake up, and your heart hurts again. Ah. You You feel like your life has been sucked out at least a few days' worth. That sensation. I've just hurts. sucked five years from your life. <laughs> Tell me how it feels. Remember, this is for science. <laughs> Celestine. Fascinating. It was a real rough night. You do manage to get the benefits of long rest, but just barely. And okay. you're going to be feeling a little sluggish for the next few days. Okay. As your veins try to reconnect themselves. <laughs> oh, boy. They detached? They disintegrated with the poison. <laughs> I feel like that would be insta-death, but okay. I did go down. Well, she did take 25 points of damage. I feel like it took a healing spell it, to get me back up. She would be dead, except that it's magic. As you guys are waking up in the morning... Celestine, you remember that the elf had quoted a nursery rhyme to you. Oh, that's right. And ask the other party members if they know the nursery rhyme. The nursery rhyme? Yeah, there's a, a nursery rhyme. How I learned it as I told it to my kids all the time. Once there was a snowman? No, not that one. <laughs> I did do that one, but not that's not the one I'm talking about. The What did he say? It was like, he started off with red dragons, blue dragons... Is that the way he started it? He started with Nursery sharp talons. About dragons. Yeah, he started with sharp um, talons. Okay. Larry had a little lizard. No, not that one. <laughs> it goes, red dragons, blue dragons, rise from their bed. Black and white and green will bite off your heads. Sharp talons, large wings, watch where you tread. Bones crack and teeth plaque, shake off the dread. Run, ma, and run, pa, the dragons are dead. They chase us in our dreams. That's what Granny said. Must be an elven rhyme. No, no I no, played I... that one a lot in the orphanage. It's a fairly common one. Mm-hmm. However, Usarker may not have learned this one. So he said sharp talons, large up, wings, apparently. watch where you tread. That's what he was saying? Yeah. And then afterwards he said bones crack and teeth clack. No, wait. Yeah. Mm. That is what you said. That's what I said. That's I think. So I tried replying I with the rest know. of the stanza and saying bones crack and teeth clack. Shake off the, the dread. And he attacked. Maybe that's not their... I'm assuming the first one was their catchphrase. And so maybe they use a different rhyme for their comeback catchphrase. True. That is true. The point of a good password is to not be something that any random outsider can guess. Mm. Might be different rhyme. Do we know any other rhymes? I wouldn't worry about it unless we find some additional information. There's no way we'll guess it if it's made properly. That's true. Do know other rhymes, but they do not rhyme in the common. <laughs> that, yeah, that's true. You probably know rhymes that we don't know. I'm honestly surprised that it's an elven rhyme, given that it's a dragon cult and they seem to have it's a It's not prescient- just an elven rhyme, though. Oh, sorry, an, a rhyme in elven. It's a rhyme that is... Everyone knows it. 
right, in but multiple they, they languages. It was it just, elven. yeah, they were saying in Elven, but... They were elves. Well, we think. Kind of. Did we see what the body looked like after it dropped? Oh, you guys didn't go off to yeah, check that's it. That's true, we didn't. Okay. It did get close assumed. enough that you did see full armor, and because it was speaking Elvish, yes. you could make an assumption. Celestine uh, made the assumption. Assume. Yeah, Celestine did. I mean, did it sound like an elf, I suppose? He sounded more fluent than Celestine. Has that? You can roll your ear for you know your perform check. You know how's your oh, music no. ear to oh, tell no. what it Not sounds Celestine. like. No. That may be an Isidore well, thing, though. We'll have to. I'll be curious to hear more when we get to this, the camp. There's something going on, and why is this dragon rhyme coming up? Seems a strange rhyme is talking about dragons rising, but they are dead. Did you not know that nursery rhyme when you were growing up, Lilic? Growing up in the Golden Marshes? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. I mean, if a dragon was killed after it had risen up from being asleep, then it would be dead and would only chase you in your dream. Hmm. Lilic, go ahead and make a perception check, please. Giant spiders. And that one comes to play. Giant earth spiders. Spider. Uh, a total of 17. As you guys are talking, you hear rumblings. Mm. Like stomach rumblings or like earthquake? Well, yes. Lots of stomachs are rumbling as well. However, you hear it's it's rhythmic and it sounds like large footsteps. Uh-oh. Something is coming. Something How big, big is this cave? This cave isn't very large. Okay. Not a giant cave. Yeah, you guys could fit in there, but I mean, you can squeeze seven of you and maybe a few more, but that's about it. So it's not too big. And the entryway is definitely not that big. Someone comes. I will go look. Okay. You hear the sounds, the large poundings. Going to quietly and carefully go to the edge of the cavern and look out. Do you take on the wildest of shapes? A fly. (laughs) (laughs) I, I will go lizard again. Okay. Up on the cliff above you, there looks to be a ledge, and you see a form of a very, very large humanoid. About three, four, five times larger than you guys. And it's just walking around. It's got a it's got a huge club in its hand, and it's looking around and it goes. Hmm. And then it looks down and it turns around and starts walking away. Going to wait and observe. You see the person. At this point, you can determine it's a giant. giant. Yeah. We were told that there were giants. Yeah. There There might be giants giants on the plateau. There might be giants here. So you, you see this giant curve around the cliffside. And then you hear the sound of a very large boulder being ripped out of the ground and you hear the stomping coming right back towards you guys and it's just looking around just not really paying w- much attention I would like to roll insight on this giant okay to to gather its intention go like, ahead roll does insight. this seem like it's going to drop the boulder on us <laughs> oh I rolled a three plus four four seven well it looks mm-hmm. like it's going to drop it somewhere. I mean, mm. at some point, it's holding a boulder. It's got to put it down. Okay. 
going to scuttle back inside. Uh, we have giant outside carrying boulder. It might be dropping it here. Run or stay? Need answer now. How is stay. your knowledge of giant badgers? No. Run or stay? Stay. If we run, we get spotted. I think Unless the spirits help us. I think we stay. Okay, we stay. Yep. Hopefully it doesn't block the entrance. <laughs> All right. So you hear it stop above you somewhere. And then you hear... Boom! A rock about 30 feet in front of the cave drops. And then you hear... As the stomping goes away again. So it stopped. So it's well, 30 really feet weird. in front of the entrance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We can still get out. You still could, yes. Okay. Almost like if we had run, we would be right there when it landed. Yeah, that's fair. Yep. And you hear it you know, walking away. That's again. a good point. So basically picked up a rock from behind the cliff, dropped it 30 feet in front of you guys, and then started walking back. I say we still give it an hour to see if he comes back. I'm okay. tempted to give it like a day. Like No, not that long. He'll come I back. I don't think we have that much time. Well, we don't know that he knows that we're here. <laughs> Unless yeah, there's a message feet. on the rock that says, like, <laughs> I know you're here. Go away. Berserker, <laughs> <laughs> make a perception check. <laughs> 19. Yeah, there's no message. Yeah, I don't see a message, so I'm going to assume he doesn't know we're here. At that moment, you hear another boom, and it's behind your guys' cave. This and another rock has dropped behind the cave. Um, guys, I think can we cast side of the hill? Can we just cast without or pass without a trace? And and then you hear a third one. I really want to. That's a little bit further away from that. What that? I mean, he could be playing billiards. It sounds like dominoes. The the giant is bored. Uh, Yeah, I think the giant's bored. This is not a safe place, though. So let's pass without a trace. Leave the cave, but stay close to the edges of the plateau. Well, hold on. The cave is too small for the giant to get in. Now, is this cave big enough to where there could be a back entrance, or is this cave... No, there's only one entrance. So there's only one entrance to this. You hear another boom. What do we benefit from going outside? Not getting trapped in here. But the giant doesn't seem intent to trap us. Another boom. Okay. And then you hear two booms in two separate directions. I think he's just having fun. I think there's more than one of them. Or they, they, they could be having a rock tossing con, you know, game or something. You know, playing football. We could go out and talk to them and find out. I look over at Mycosia, our <laughs> resident giant expert. They might listen to us if they're not hungry. Yeah. This was idle thing. Don't not really want more to rocks. Do this sounds much further down the way. Okay, at which point we might just want to stay put because otherwise we're just going to get caught in their game of drop the rock. I don't know what they're playing. <laughs> rock ball. Rock ball, yeah. I think that we wait and pray to the spirits and the gods that we do not get crushed in a landslide from their playing. Oh yeah, this is the other reason we were traveling at night, giants. So if... One set of gods is going to bless you, but the giants are praying to their gods for a good game, which would include crushing us. There's a fine line in there somewhere. I know Do the gods have to battle it out, or do they just ignore both of them? It is up to the gods. At that moment, you hear, Bustroma! And my kosher says, 
Oh, he said go long. And that's where we're going to end our session. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. What does Ball go game. long mean? It means the rock's coming well, our way. He's throwing a long way. Thank you for listening to this episode of Power Word Crit. Stay tuned for more adventure on PowerWordCrit.com or your favorite podcast streaming site. As we end this episode, please enjoy this PS. I pull back the arrow string, the bowstring. I pull back the bowstring. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We're all um, city slickers. We don't know how arrows work. And, you know. I'm also still recovering from my cold. My brain is not working this week. That's fair. <laughs>